0: The Sigh of the Storm is brought to you by Revelton Distilling Company. You can visit them in
1: Osceola, Iowa or on the web at www.reveltondistillery.com.
2: Y'all, welcome to Side the Storm podcast. This is your host George Trice, joined by my co-host Brent Big Play, Curvey, Marcus, the Power Riser, High Tower. We still ain't got a name for them. We still ain't got a name for them. Y'all ain't, Man, y'all... Legend. yeah, legend. But, they, but legend. they ain't on Twitter. They not on Twitter. Giving them a name, so we like, we trying to give them a polo. We trying to give them some co- coaches colossus. We trying to, we trying uh-huh. to give them stuff, and they don't even want it. You know, hey, but we're going to figure I'm it just
1: out. just one of the guys. I'm just one of the guys. <laughs> money, money, Marcus
3: Pfizer. Money.
2: money, Marcus Fizer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like it. I like it. So then we joined the day. We got a special guest. So we told y'all we was going to start having some guests. You know, when we got Brandon Hawkins out here. Yes, uh, number 12, right? You know. The man, he's on video with us, so you can see the video on YouTube, but, you know, if you don't look at the YouTube video, you know, you can hear us, but B-Hawk is here, you know, thank you, so, thank you, you know, welcome on me. the show, my man.
0: Thank you for having me, and it's a blessing and a privilege to be with y'all. Thank you very right. much. No doubt, it. Introduce, introduce your partner that you got with you. Oh, man, this is my son, man. This is Enzo. This, 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 right. this is the young up and coming. What's up, my <laughs> man? How you
2: doing? He's a hi.
0: Yeah, you can't what's family? up what's hey,
2: up hey, hi. uh he's smiling now you there ready you, go. you ready you what's, go. On, what's on your shirt man is that a bear uh oh, i like it i like it well Tell welcome to the, the trip. welcome take to the it. show man
0: he said welcome to the show
2: you happy to be here
0: there you go. Ah,
2: nice, nice. <laughs> so yeah, you know, with the start of basketball season, the, the men started off on the, the seventh uh with their uh prelim game, exhibition game, and the women started off last uh last Wednesday, the second, uh, with their game. We talked about how they're ranked number eighth. We talked about Brees Hall um last week, Brandon. We talked about our new uh Big 12 uh media conference, um, you know, big contract for, for video and the extra money we're gonna get there. You know, we talked about where we stand in the um in the Big 12. We just started shouting out the sports, but this this episode, I know we won. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there, y'all. We we won. You know, it's like that uh that scene from Ghostbusters when the, when uh <laughs> she talked about we got one, you know. So she you know it's been five games since we got one. But I, I wanted to start off on a on a whole bunch of stuff. I'm about to put a whole bunch of stuff on the screen and, and audience bear with me because I'm 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 still on my high from this past weekend, and so uh, this past weekend was the the beginning of the hundredth year inaugural celebration of Jack Trice's life, mm-hmm. and that will culminate next year, next October, with that game to uh, signify uh, the last game of his death. Um, but I was out there this past weekend, and you know, check out, follow me, George Trice. I'll add you. I love friends on there. Uh, Trice Legacy Foundation on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. You can find us there. You see some pictures there posted by Iowa State and myself, but. I got the chance to unveil the new sign um, of the South Fourth Street between Hilton and the Stadium, um, and it's now Jack Trice Way. So I got nice. to pull that sign down, and it was raining. It was cold. City of Ames had me up in the boom, and the <laughs> wind was hitting me. And uh, but I pulled that cover off, and man, the energy just you know just changed, man. And it was it was great right. to to see that. Um, and that was Friday morning. But Friday afternoon, I got a chance to be the first person to walk through the, the new sculpture. It's not really a sculpture. It's more of a monument. It's mm-hmm. like a 15 by 15 yeah. cement block. Yeah, wow. You know, this thing is, is, is massive. And, and what it is, is it's called Breaking Barriers. And uh, the artist gave me a signed rendering of it, but it's Breaking Barriers. And as you walk up to this, you see um, these bronze footprints in, in the concrete leading up to this, what looks like a a rusher rushing through uh, a concrete barrier and there's a crack in the top. He broke through that barrier. And I was the first person to walk through that. But after the game, you know, after the game, we had people, you know, lined up to walk through it. And I'm going to share this so that YouTube sees it. So I'm hoping that I can get this sharing right. Um, But let me share something real quick. And it's the video of. You know people walking out so here it is right here this is the video and i'm gonna play this for real quick it's only a couple seconds but here we go let's let's play this and see if we can get this uh this going oh let me find a video okay here's the video right here all right look at this y'all look at that
1: yeah that's amazing
0: yeah that's nice that's real nice dope
2: man
1: yeah, I definitely can't wait job here to go back. And yeah, do that. people were just walking
2: through, stopping through, looking through it. You know, the energy behind that was like, it was special.
1: I'm, I'm going to give me a football and a helmet. <laughs> you
2: know. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, 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 that, and,
2: so, and, and that was, and, and I'll be honest, you know, that was the only part of the, 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 the sculpture that was different was because they didn't wear helmets and shoulder pads back then. Mm. that's the only Mm. the only thing about it um it picks up the concept and it picks up the game the way it is now um but that is breaking bears and it's for jack no matter what but um again i touched it i felt it it was powerful so um so that was that morning um and then later that evening we had a reception from the president the president uh wendy winterstein she uh set up this this uh private reception for people and then she we had a, a public service and i think I want to say a couple hundred, four or five, 400 people were in the Jacobson building. Um, the mayor spoke, he uh, delivered a proclamation. I have some signed copies of uh, authentic proclamation that I may, you know, raffle off. I mean, there's three of them in existence. Um, you know, they gave me three street signs, only three of those in existence besides the ones that are hanging up. And, um, you know, I got a chance to speak and um, I do want to shout out, you know, we talk about the wind, and as we go into that, you know go out to Jack Trice 100 and look at the events that are coming up. Um please please look at that, please support where you can, please go to the events where you can, but you know it was just I was glad that this to me seemed like the right step again for more than just football as I've been talking about. This was about Jack and his legacy. This really had nothing to do with athletics. Right. It was held in Jacobson, but this was about the things in the community that were happening outside of athletics and it was great, man. So um, I miss Brent, you know, I was, I was all over the place. Brent tried to help hit me up a couple of times. My wife, like my wife mm-hmm. had my phone. I was, I had a speech written on my phone and I gave it to her. And I was like, I'm winging it. And all my friends looked at me like, oh shit. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: you know,
2: so I'm like, man, you know, excuse my language, We got a little kid on there, but I'm like, dang. But I, they, they, uh they was all right. And they, 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 they was, they was happy with it. So um, but, you know, as we talk about the game, You know, one of the the person that spoke, you know, one of the student athletes, we wanted to speak. We wanted somebody to speak. And uh, his name was Anthony Johnson, Jr. His story is phenomenal, but he actually got an interception in the game. Um, But he's on the poster for the game. He started all his games He's a fifth year senior. Um, But he spoke up there about what it meant to him to play at Jack Trice. Plus um, a family, the the Likens, I believe their last name is, they created a scholarship, a Jack Trice uh, athletic scholarship for a current player. And he was the first recipient last year, was the first recipient of this award. Um, I don't know how much it is, but, you know, this young man's story, I'm not going to tell a story without asking him for permission to tell his story. Hopefully I can get him on here. But his story is, is powerful for where this kid came from and we talk about getting people out of situations and getting into something better, his story will, will make you, make you tear up. Um, And I got to say, I I exchanged numbers with him and I want to keep in touch with him and his family because I want to find a way to do something for this young man, because he needs something done for him. He does a lot for his family um, and, and it's very selfless. It does nothing for him. So shouts out. Rebel 10 player of the game in my book was Anthony Johnson Jr. So shouts out to you, sir. Um, you know, he called me Mr. George in a text. I like, right, just call me George, man. Just call me George. To this, man. Just call me George. You ain't got to put the mister on it, man. But, you know, I appreciate you speaking. I appreciate you being up there. I appreciate the mayor of Ames. Um, the Ames Historical Society, <laughs> Channel 13, Channel 8, everybody was out there. So it was good, man. I had a good weekend. Uh, really? And my kids got the first uh got to be at their first uh tailgate. Because my two youngest had never tailgate. Mm. You know, so that was that was fun for them. They uh they was out there kicking it, chilling. Um, you know, I'm gonna share one more picture because I, you know, that's what I'm doing right now, because I'm leaving. Um, but that was them. You know, Izzy's not mad. He's just focused. He's focused right now. That's Izzy and Ari. You know, he's focused in front of the military side. There's like these uh-huh. sides across the city. And uh, we took a picture with a couple of them, but he focused. Oh, beautiful. So, beautiful. <laughs> so they got a chance to be out there. You know, shout out athletic department. Kelsey Sampson is my, my homie out there in the athletic department. She uh, helps me whatever I need. So, you know, much, much love to them. Um, the other one other thing I want to talk about is a book, The Idealist, uh, The Jack Trice and the Battle for a Forgotten Football Legacy. Uh, this book just came out in September, September 28th, and I have not read it yet. I just got it in the mail when I got back. Uh, Jonathan Gilbert is the author, and he actually was doing a book signing at the stadium uh, before the game outside the Alumni Center. Um, Seneca Wallace did the forward of this book. So it's talking mm-hmm. about basically Jonathan was a, a writer about um, – injury sports injuries is where he started and then he started to do the the research on Jack Trice and I haven't read it so I'm not endorsing it yet I'll, I'll tell you once I read it if I'm endorsing it uh but Seneca to put his name on it you know Seneca was talking about how it is to be a quarterback be an athlete and then those injuries you get and so uh, I want to read this book I heard it's a, it's a quick read a good read but um I'll let y'all know um in a book review we gonna have an Oprah's book club with that one so uh <laughs> so good, good to the air um, you know, so now let's get to it. What happened on Saturday? Got
3: the dub. Got the dub. <laughs> Much Beat needed dub the
2: death.
1: Absolutely.
2: So I, I will say that it was destined for us to win. You know yeah. why I say that? It was raining like cats and dogs. <laughs> and it was 70 degrees every day up until like up until Thursday. And then Friday, it was like 40 and raining about 11 30 in the morning the rain stopped cleared mm-hmm. up sun came out you know the storm is the storm is coming the storm was coming and it came and we won like it was like destined for us to win mm-hmm. and it was it was a good game I and mean, the fourth quarter was, was phenomenal you know i don't i don't know what them boys did after at the halftime but they came out in the fourth quarter and uh scored they scored 21 points in the fourth quarter so, so, yeah, I mean, what what do y'all think of the game? What do y'all think of, of that momentum we had? Because what we talked about, we had – we got five games left. Um, you know, uh, four – sorry, four games left. This week, Oklahoma State, they're ranked. Um, and then TCU, they just cro- cracked the, the top four. Yeah. <laughs> they cracked right. the top four. Yep. And we got them the last game. I think that's the um, – I'm not. Is, is that the 19th? I think like the the Saturday before Thanksgiving or the or the Saturday after. I mean, if it's a Saturday after Thanksgiving, I might try to find a way to get out there. It's going to be cold, but if they we playing against them, and they in the top four. I got to get back for one more game.
3: <laughs>
2: I got to get back for one more. But you know, we um when we look at that when we look at that game and look at what we did um, against West Virginia, um you know, shout out to to Norton. Like I didn't I didn't really even know about this cat, Cartavius you know scored two touchdowns for us in the fourth you know a short a short uh, yardage back um and he came out and did what he had to do um and the kicker was out there you know we had we had two kickers in there they were doing their thing but what what y'all think of the game Brent I'm gonna, I'm going to start with you you, know, you the you the you the X man the big play so what are you what do you think about it yeah.
3: Uh, I thought we uh we, we started to tap into whatever our, our identity is uh, on offense, man. I think uh did a lot of good a lot of things really well. Hunter didn't look as, as flushed or as you know flushed mm-hmm. in the pocket or as nervous. Um I think he made a good decisions. So I don't think it will pick this game. So I mean he saw a little bit of growth. Um and I think that'll be that, you know, that'll be the thing that kind of gets us uh, Get the get board, I guess is the best way. So, you know, at this point, it's all about momentum, man. The more uh, the more we start packing them up and piling them up. I mean, we got a chance to to win out. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. TCU is gonna be the uh the toughest battle, but Oklahoma State just got beat at home. Um, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I think every everybody else is on the table, as far as I'm concerned. Defense, of course, play lights out. Um, you know, everybody had the question about offense, and I think uh they're starting to answer some of those. Um, and I think the more, you know, we kind of get through the season and see what he does well, I think the the better we'll see our offense play.
2: Yeah, I mean, because there's no even no need to talk. The defense has been doing their thing all, all season and then for, for this yeah. to happen. And like, I mean, I'm really hoping that the wind is out of the sails of Oklahoma State. Like I was supposed to be there this weekend, but I've been traveling so much. I, I backed out of that game. But I'm hoping the wind is out of their sales because they're not going. They're not going to be in the national championship conversation. So I'm hoping they kind of are uh, sulking right now, and that we can take advantage of that. You know, it's it's sports. Yeah. You know, and I want to take advantage of, of all the weaknesses of my opponent, <laughs> and they, they got a weakness right now because they're mad. You know, but that's a, that's a good and bad thing because they can play aggressive just to just to show that they should be there, or they can or they can um, you know let that defeat hit them. So I mean, I don't know. I mean. Marcus, you've had some tough losses in, in, your, in your day um, early in your career and, you know, and, and in your NBA career and, and everything. Like, how do you bounce back from a tough loss, you know, but how do you, how do you gain momentum after, you know, winning, after having a streak of losing, and then how do you build on the momentum after you win that first game? What do they need to do to keep this going after you finish these last three games?
1: Well, well basically, they just got to stay the course, you know, of, of what they've been doing. I mean, like we said all year long, we hadn't been losing bad. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been losing the games but we hadn't been losing bad so the practice structure has has probably been the same way that it's been all year maybe they tweaked it a little bit kicked it up a little bit but there there hasn't been a lot of things that has, that has changed so keeping the ball rolling that way um goes a lot for them and you know we was able to pull out that win uh, last saturday yeah b what about you man i don't know if you got a chance to catch the game but you know
2: thinking about you know losing five in a row winning you know, you've had some ups and downs, and when you, in your careers as well. Like, how, What do you think of? Um, you know, You
1: he, he didn't lose five in a world with Iowa State. No, we didn't do Not that. Her. You know, I, you know, what you to,
2: to say it. Y'all had to say it. It wasn't on me to say it. Y'all to say it.
0: Y'all to, y'all yeah, go it. I don't even think no, we lost no. two in a row. To be honest,
1: Ketril. <laughs> uh, was yeah. on, on, on Facebook the other day talking about he never lost in Kansas. The Kansas. We <laughs> didn't. didn't. I'm like, you're right, you're
0: <laughs> four and zero, baby, <laughs> for real. You we, know, need your, uh,
2: we need your magic back. We need to we need to keep that going, <laughs> going this year for basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I didn't get a chance to catch the game, but I will say this from our experience of being athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is simplicity. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Like Marcus said, just do what you've been doing. Um, mm-hmm. As successful as our team was, people would think that maybe we have some crazy plays or di- – our shit was very, very simple. Plays was simple. Get the ball to Marcus. <laughs> you know, do what we need to do and keep it moving forward. But we were very simple. So, just my thing would probably be just, just hone in on what you was doing, tighten up, and keep it simple on the things that you can perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure out there, the weather plays a factor. I, I, I would just not being a football player, but obviously thinking that's why you would want to keep it simple. Um, and minimize those turnovers. Um, like he said, the quarterback didn't throw any turnovers. I just looked it up on the stat. I mean, turnovers are 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 a backbreaker any time. I don't care what sport you
2: play. Yeah, you know. So so, uh, he, Hunter he uh, he listened to our podcast last week um, because I, I was I was talking about I wasn't trying to start the quarterback controversy. I was telling him he had to do some things, and you know he came out and he set us up. So, Hunter, you know, I appreciate you listening. I don't know if you really did, but somebody <laughs> told you what I said. And, and I wasn't like I said, I wasn't saying it in a negative way. You just had to play your game. And I think you came out yeah. and you played your game. You played yeah. comfortable. You know, you looked you look more comfortable this week than you had in the past couple games. I mean, the first loss, I get it. But then those other losses, I think you just started to feel a pressure. And you know, the pressure makes diamonds, as they say. And you came out here and you did something and you you turned that offense around. You are the leader of that offense. Um, I was down in the end zone um for that first touchdown in the second quarter. I was down there on the field and I got a chance to see what you was doing. So, you know, you were comfortable, you were calm, you were collective, and, and that's what you need to keep doing because you have some some big adversity coming up against, especially against Oklahoma State and TCU for your mm-hmm. last two, two of your last three games of this season. So I, I applaud you for, for coming out, showing who you really are and what you're capable of doing. And I hope that you continue to do this because you are now the leader of this team. This is your team.
1: Big time, big time, for sure. For sure. To come out and and be poised. Like you said, we hope he listens to the podcast. We hope a whole <laughs> lot of a lot of the fans and the players and everyone is listening to the podcast. But at the end of the yeah, day, yeah. Like, we're not we're not doing anything to, you know, try to. Uh, put any other uh, other guys down, anything like that. Just trying to light a fire and make them understand, you know, uh, for us as, as athletes, we've been through it. Um, we understand the things that we have to do um, and the things that um, we go through each and every day, you know, in practice and preparing for the games. And and we see it, you know, for you to be in the position that you're in, you have the talent. We we definitely believe in you, trust in you, and everything like that. But you know, we're for the for the most part. I don't know about Brandon, but I know me and Brett, we're in in coaches' roles now. So sometimes, you know, the coaching side comes out. You know, we got to say the things that is Mm -hmm. not uh, popular all the time because Mm -hmm. we definitely got it. So, you know, we understand where it comes from. It comes from a place of love. But at the same time, we expect so much out of you guys, and uh, we expect the victories to come. You know, win, lose, or draw, we definitely going to be pulling for you regardless. But, you know, at the end of the day, we know you have that talent, and we're looking forward to, to manifest itself.
2: Yeah, yeah. B, you pulling out some Johnny Walker?
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody else looks like they got <laughs>
1: <get out laughs> Johnny. They join B. in. <laughs> we we got to we, we got to get, get Revelton and get him some in the mail out there.
2: Hey, A hey, simply mm-hmm. when you editing this, you know, get B Hawk one for coming on the show, Revelton. Right. You know, get one get one to B Hawk out there in California for him jumping on the show. He got to drink with us, when we drink. Yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do.
2: Yeah, but as we talk about, you know, what they did, you know, let's let's bring – I want to bring up there's, there's four key stats that are always tracked um, that kind of are the difference tellers. Uh, total yards, 200 to 391, hmm. doubled them up.
1: Yeah.
2: Turnovers, they had one, we had zero. Yes. Um, first downs, they had 11, we had 26. Uh, time of possession, 38 minutes to 21 minutes. You know, so keeping that ball, keeping it out of their hands, and especially when you play again, these top ranked teams, keeping the ball out of their hands. You know, get, get keeping that ball, doing your thing. And one of the things was that we um I think our last our last touchdowns, I want to make sure they were like, they were like three minutes, less than three minutes. So or okay, right around. So like two minutes and 58 seconds in the fourth quarter. We uh, had eight plays, 94 yards, you know, two minutes 58 seconds. Uh, our next touchdown was seven plays 64 yards 4 minutes. Um and then our last touchdown was four plays 34 yards 2 minutes and 48 seconds. But having those big plays on that I mean it was eight plays 94 yards. Um you know it's like uh, and and when we at Iowa we had uh, we went 99. I think it was 21 plays 99 yards. It was 21 99. I was mm-hmm. like we're going to get t-shirts made of that. Um but you know that's what it is. They were they were they were scoring fast. Um you know, but that keeps the defense out there, especially you know the way we were playing. It keeps the defense out there, so we got to play balanced. But um, scoring quickly and scoring often is kind of what the key was to this game. I'm
3: gonna tell you, man. I think I don't think defense minded them scoring quick. Uh, even if they had to come out, you can tell they got a pretty decent rotation. You know, mm-hmm. so that always helps. But I mean, if they uh, should have did. And find a way to get a stop here and there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? to help the squad out.
2: Yeah. No. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to these boys doing this. Again, Oklahoma State this Saturday. Um, you know, that's gonna be a game for us to to pay attention to. Um, uh, you know, again, because now we have the opportunity when winning, winning two of these games. There, these are not unwinnable games. Now I know we talked about it last week that a, a bowl, a bowl game is not really uh it's a consolation uh consultation prize, you know. Uh, but I still would want to go to a bowl game. You still want to go. You still want to get right. that. You get you get the the recognition. You get that extra cash. The, the kids get the extra the extra little gifts and stuff like that. So it's a lot of bonuses and perks to getting there for our program for these kids that are out there, especially these seniors that they may not be going to that next level. But you know, winning two more games, y'all going to a bowl. So Iowa State, you know, keep your head up. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep that momentum going because we supporting you. We behind you. So. Absolutely. So yeah, so no doubt. So yeah, we go, we're looking forward to next week. We're gonna see what they these boys can do. Um, you know, I wanna see um just looking through some more things, make sure I ain't miss nobody. Um we had a fumble, wasn't lost, but we did have a fumble, but that that, that don't mean nothing. I don't like that, I don't care about that. Damn, man, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I it was mean good. Not, not, like, you can't beat a dead horse. Like right, it's like right, we right. couldn't beat it's like we couldn't like it's like we couldn't beat it when they was losing, like we losing. Right. We know what we know what we need to fix, yeah. we won, we know why we won, do that again, you right. know, do it again so um and,
1: and those are those are the small things, like you said, the time of possession, not turning the ball over, you know, no matter how good you played, you know those are the things that the coaches track um mm-hmm. and and Brandon can tell you this, you know we we've had some games where I mean we've gone out there and you know tore up on, on the uh, the opponent, and we had this breakdown chart that everybody hated. As soon as we walk into the locker room, that's the first thing that you look at. And I remember we, uh, I think uh, Jamal had a triple-double against Missouri. You know, just to have a triple-double, have a good game, we win that game, it was on ESPN, and always the first thing we look at is the breakdown charts, and that's the little thing. If you're getting back on defense correctly. Um, are you closing out correctly? And yep. anytime time your plus and minus was upside down, the whole team was running a punish for it. So, okay. so for us, we were so locked in on doing the correct things right. Stride stop, you know, making the, the, the correct pass. You know, mm-hmm. definitely turnovers was there. One of the things that, that, that you say she and the coach staff was big on was making more free throws than the other team attempted. You know, those are the little things that that separates you from being the better team like even if the, even if the score was close or if we blew the team out it's still as long as the breakdown sheet or the breakdown chart charted itself right it always seemed to work out and if we lost the game you know we knew that the the plus minus was was definitely off so you could come out and think you had a good game you you think you did everything right and you you want to talk about, you know, the most frustrating times was was coming into practice that next day after you had a big double double or scored a lot of points and your breakdown sheet was upside down. Man, that was that was gonna be a bad practice. So the first thing we mm-hmm. look, looked at the chart and all you hear was, damn, everybody just walk out on the court and <laughs> get ready because it, it was it was no setback. You know, we were we weren't thinking about the win. We were thinking about how to get everything in line, get everything structured, because we knew the coaching staff was charting all those little things that that weren't sexy, but it was the things that that made us win. And at the end of the day, we know, you know, that's important to the coaching staff. And there's no coincidence that once you have that in structure the right way, the wins come.
0: Yep. And just to piggyback off of that, because it's funny that you bring that up, Marcus. I was, we was just random, you know how we talk sports and stuff. And I was talking about that breakdown chart. And I mean, everybody say they was the first, but I'm gonna be honest. You watch these NBA games, these NFL games today, and it's called analytics.
1: Right. They just they just
0: right. flip the word. That's right. all it is. And so that plus favorite. or minus, right? We, we was on that first, I swear right. to God, because no one was doing that breakdown chart. Never and and, like I said, everything Marcus said, and just to piggyback off it, somebody like me who's a freshman, the only freshman that came right. in with junior college dudes, all right. touted highly, right. whatever Marcus, Jamal, all that nurse, Stevie, keep it 100. That breakdown chart was the reason why I got to play. It does. And I like to say it's the details of right. the game, right? Everybody got to play, everybody got this, but it's details to the game. And when you got somebody special like Marcus playing and, you you know, he's attracting all this attention, it's hard to get somebody like that open. Right. So right. it's details to it. Like Mark, th- they would they would mark you if you didn't set a proper screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you don't set a proper screen, how is Marcus supposed to get open? How are we supposed to get our best player to ball? You know what I mean? It's things of where your vision is. Right. If somebody cut back door and you turned your head, that was a minus. Right. You don't see the ball. You don't see where the help is coming from. So mm-hmm. it's all the minute details, and it, it does, man. It'll break you because, like I said, if you're on the bad end of that stick, that's
1: how you you easily find yourself at the end of the bench because you right. get exposed. And yeah. and and for us, it was so hard because. You know, you you get yourself to thinking – you want to play well, but you get yourself to thinking about those breakdowns so much during yep. the course during the course of the game. You know, and yep. like Brandon said, not only with the screens, you know, if I got the ball and the double team came and I didn't make the correct pass, then that's a minus for me. You know, if, if I didn't crash the boards. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago I uploaded on Facebook, Instagram, when we played down in Kansas. And, and I use it for, for the teaching moments for, you know, high school and the AAU and stuff like that. And the first play of, on that clip, Contreil shot a three. And, and so the starters, me, Cantrell, um, Jamal, Stevie. And so we were all at that. Contrail shot the three. He made the three. And as soon as the ball went in the basket, you could see me and Stevie turning, rushing back on the defensive end. You can see Contreil pointing. At um and Mike Nurse and, and Mike making sure that he's supposed to be where he's supposed to be at and Jamal and making sure everywhere where is it supposed to be at because if you weren't, you know, the halftime news they was, was gonna talk about, it. and then definitely after the game, no matter if we won a game or not. So yep. those are the those are the key things that comes along when in in practice after a win or after a loss that you may not think you know they weren't looking at it. Trust me, they were picking up on every single aspect of the game and you know at the end of the day it, it took a while it took a, f- a few months for us yeah, it did right. regular hey, season hey brent, i'm about to cut these dudes off because we they get look
2: man brent next time i'm bringing on a football person you know because <laughs> football season not even over these dudes already hijacked the whole damn thing Talking about basketball, I ain't even get there yet. Yeah, man. Bring, mm-hmm. Hold on, they hey, took y'all, it y'all, y'all, hey they took bring the it correlation in. back. Bring it back to football, and then we they, gonna they, move to basketball. They, Do it, the, yeah.
1: The the, the <laughs> correlation, <laughs> the correlation is is how the the coaching staff keeps everyone in line and prepares for the next game, if it's a win or a loss. Like we said, we weren't losing those games by that much, and it wasn't like we were getting blown out in the team were down on themselves and the coaching staff were down on themselves. They knew eventually if we kept, I mean, like you said, it was raining cats and dogs and we had no turnovers, you know, that has to be, you know, you got to give credit to the coaching staff of understanding that they kept the the game plan structured the way that it was supposed to be. And they got it onto the field.
2: That's what's up. Hey, can I ask
1: ask Brent a question though about
0: football real quick? Yeah. Is that okay? What's that? Oh, you,
2: it's, the floor is short. I was just messing with you. We just oh, okay. have
0: fun on here, man. Because I do, <laughs> do have a question for you, because obviously I know with Marcus, he was my teammate. But for football, okay, in a situation like this, I know you guys have way more players, obviously, than we do as basketball. I don't know what college carries, what, 75 or something like that?
3: Yeah, I think it is 75. Okay. 75. I think it, it's a little – the roster is a little tighter on the weight games, but yeah,
0: 75. Okay. So, so my question to you is specifically, how do you guys police and hold each other accountable? Um, question. Take the coaches out. How do you guys hold each other accountable? Because I knew with us, it's only 15 of us, right? right? We could be direct. <laughs> we could be blunt. Uh, we could keep it real and not take it the wrong way. All them personalities offense, defense, special team. How do y'all hold one another accountable? Because to me, that's the most important part. It's really not about the coaches.
3: It was uh, it was typically by position group, man. So oh. it was, you know, the D-line held each other accountable. um, And then, you know, to that, you know, it was the linebackers. They held each other accountable. And, you know, DB, same way. Offense was the exact same way. So the O-line, they had like a guy. So I kind of looked at it as we had – captains within captains, you know what I'm saying? So right. each position group had a guy that we all kind of talked, you know, if there was an issue or a problem or whatever, we had a guy that we could always like, all right, well, he said, we need to do X, Y, and Z. So that's what we're going to do. Simple and plain. Right. No questions asked. Our leader says, let's do it. Then we're going to rock and roll. So, okay. and then from that, you know, with those captains on each side of the ball, then it kind of went to an offensive defensive thing. So you know, as a team, I think we all played to whatever our strength was. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, defense wins championships. Right. So, right. and that's it, you know, on, on any, any field, no matter where you are on the court, yep. on the field, yep. uh, that's basketball, football, baseball, it doesn't matter. So, yep. um, you know, I think uh, in my time, for sure, I can say the defense was always the, the catalyst for, you know, any change. And it was always the implementation for any change or, you know anything that need to be done. You know, okay,
2: and, and that and that's how it should be. I mean, you hold you hold your people together because it's just like I mean, it's just like um you know a job. You know you you work at a job eight hours a day. You know typically you work if you work a nine to five or whatever the case may be. You with those people for a set amount of time. You gotta you gotta help hold everybody accountable. And so if you're not doing that within that time, you're not going to enjoy being there and being with those people. And so what I see and what I saw down on that sideline was these were brothers. These were, they were family. Um, and again, mm-hmm. they got passionate. It wasn't a, it wasn't negative. It wasn't like, it wasn't Angle's passion. You know, you, and you see that because you have to be passionate about this game and passionate about what you do because there are so many levels and so many ways that something can turn out. And so I just, I applaud these guys for doing that. And like you say, everybody keeping everybody accountable for for them for themselves, the D line keeping it for the for the D, uh, they all O line keeping it there. So I do I do applaud that in these guys and being able to do that. But now that y'all done talked all about basketball, <laughs> uh, it's almost time to pivot to to B ball, you know. But I'm gonna start this off here again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this boy back up. So B Hawk, is this your signature?
1: That's my
0: signature. <laughs> that's why it okay. took so long. To, that's why it took so long to get back
2: to you. <laughs> he was perfecting this signature. B-Hawk sent it to my house in Ohio, and I'm in Arizona. My neighbor's a cop, and I know the, the FedEx man. The FedEx man brought this over to my neighbor because he know I don't live there no more. He, he sent me a message <laughs> on Facebook saying, "Hey George, I dropped your package off at your neighbor's so house. He gonna send it to you." So that's what having good people. Mm-hmm. And is no. my man, good person. But with this ball I have in my hand, I put on Facebook out there. We haven't gotten a question yet. But I put on Facebook out there that I wanted people to, to put some questions on there so that I can ask you, but but nobody did. But also what I did on there was, this ball is a, a raffle prize for the Trice Legacy Foundation. So if you go out to johnjacktrice.org and it's on Facebook, it's on um you know the Trice Legacy Facebook and my personal Facebook. But if you go out to johnjacktrice.org, hit the donation button. If you, any donation you make in increments of $5 gets you an entry into the raffle. So $25 is 5 raffle entries. Um, you know, and it's all going to charity. Um, it's all tax deductible. So anything you do on that through that link is all tax deductible. You will get a tax receipt at the end of the year. But we're trying to raise some money for um, the projects we're doing. Um, we're going to have an awards dinner in May. Um, we're trying to get some, some technology, some computers and some um, some internet for people in low income areas. If you know somebody that has connection on some computers, let us know because we can always use that. But for any Five dollar increments you put out there, you get one entry, and we will do it live on our on our on our next show. So, Brandon Hawkins' signature right here—he has confirmed it. We don't have them certificates, you know, that they, they sign them and they say this is authentic. But we got Brandon saying this is his signature. I'm touching it; it has his fingerprints on it. You can get it DNA tested. Uh, but you know, as we transition to basketball, you know, we uh we uh are are looking at. It's first game. It's really it's, it's not an exhibition game. It's a but it's a it is an exhibition game. It's one of the those those kind of filler out games. We won 88 to 39. Um you know, we shot 51% from the field, 30 31% almost 32% from three-pointers, had 14 turnovers, uh but also out rebound at 41 to 25. So in looking at these these stats, you know, this is where I think uh, Brent, me and you can just actually get off the, the call and just let Marcus and, and B Hawk be on here, uh, for the rest yeah. of this, and they can just go as long <laughs> as they want to go because you know they're gonna talk about basketball, you know. So, we talk about these stats, you know. Um, you know, I didn't get a chance to see the game. Um, I was where was I on the seventh? I don't remember where I was on the seventh, you know, I can't remember what I was doing uh, an hour ago. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, but we won a game, you know, though those percentages to me seem pretty good. Um, from the floor. Now, the defense of the other team of uh, the Jaguars may not have may have been suspect. I don't know. Again, I didn't see the game. But what do you all think about, you know, just those stats in general? Not how they look, but, you know, just hearing that, if you didn't know it was Iowa State, what would you think of those numbers? Fifty one percent field goal, three pointers, thirty one percent, you know, out rebounding um, plus 16 on the rebounds and then minus uh, 15 on the um, turnovers. What do you all think about that? You know, giving back in y'all day. And Brent, if you want to jump in, you can. But I know they're going to take over the conversation, so I'm just going to keep drinking.
3: <laughs> I'm with
1: you. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the stacks now. Um, 14 turnovers against a team like that. Yeah, I'm on, looking like, at the stats too. Long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you 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 see the 20 the 20 assists versus four. Um. You know, the three point point percentage wasn't the best. You know, only made six of nineteen. Mike Nurse would have take taking nineteen himself. You know it. You know, so <laughs> um you, you know, it, it, it's the first game. You know, uh did a lot of things well, a lot of steals. Um, you know, a couple blocks, This is the is definitely was up there. Um shot over 50% from the field. You know, held them under, you know, 35% from the field. Uh, but, you know, like I said, you, the, the biggest thing well we look at this and, and we see the turnovers, um, you know, to have 15 steals and, and 14 turnovers, then, you know, that balances itself out in terms of, you know, you stole, you you, taking a, you took it away 15 times, but you also gave it back to them 14 times. Mm-hmm. And when I say, you know, being on the line, the, the, that's the number one thing we look at at those turnovers. Um you know, like I said, assists were high and things like that, and the rebounds were, you know, definitely out-rebounding them. The score was 88 to 39. So, you know, it's one of those things where you go out and, and, and test the waters and see how things are. Uh, I know uh, Coach TJ Oates, you know, wasn't weren't happy about those turnovers, but, you know, it's the first game. So, you know, you, you get your legs up on you see what's going on. Um, right at 79% from the free throw line. You know, it isn't the best, but it's, it's, it's average. So when you think about, you know, like I said, it being the first game, we, we just, you know, take that as no disrespect to to the other squad. But, you know, you, you really take that as like a practice game or, or something like that. Nah, you can disrespect them. This it's hard, remember? <laughs> Put it, George it,
3: told me this. This is our pod, so we can disrespect them as much as we want to. Um,
1: you know, just putting it into the game plan of understanding, you know, we're not going to look at the score. We expected to beat them by 40-plus points. Um, so you just got to put that into perspective and understand the fact that, you know, if, if that was a Big 12 foe, then it wouldn't be as as lopsided as it was. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I look at, you know, I I look at that and say, okay, those are some some good numbers. Um, But when I I look at it, too, I'm looking at our, the Big 12, we have one, two, we have five teams in the Big 12 ranked, preseason ranked. Um, That's a tough conference. And the other teams ain't no slouches really either. Um, So, you know, I I look at this and I say, that's a good start to have those percentages, Um, but they got to keep those against the good teams. Um, not to say the Jaguars aren't the good teams, but with having that many, that many great teams, Kansas is always in that top 10. They're five this year. Um, they have to keep that mentality up to not turn the ball over and out rebound. Those are the two things they got to do. The shots are gonna fall or they're not gonna fall. Um, they're gonna have off nights there, but keeping that defense, we always talk about the you Brent, you said earlier, defense winning games, defense wins championships. And so they got to keep that up. They got to keep those differentials. I mean, those double-digit differentials. I think are something that's going to be key in in these uh, these these tight games and against these top-tier teams. And so again, we haven't been tested yet. Um, but once we get tested, that's where I feel we have to win. That's that's the battle we got to win. Am I am I am I off point on there? Or am I am I feeling it right?
0: No, you're doing it right. Um, and not piggyback off of what Marcus said, and not to nitpick, but it looks like, too, we fouled too much. Mm-hmm. We had 18 personal fouls, which means you in the bonus, one of those halves, you know, and if it falls in the second half, like you say, you start conference play, you know, that, that'll that make a you too. Once again, it's the details, you know what I mean? You fouling and you putting somebody on the line and they get to shoot two free throws. Um Another thing, we're This game, we were at home. You on the road. Hey, you need them points, or you don't want to give up them easy points. So um, like you said, game one, things to tighten up, but uh, you know, you you definitely want to keep those things, those things you can control. Fouling, turnovers, rebounds, like you say she used to say, man, come on, bro. Like, hey, 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 I don't want to hear no excuse where we at. Them things you gonna have to do if you wanna be successful. And that's just any team.
1: Uh, Tamman didn't score any points. He only played 17 minutes. He didn't get injured or anything, did he? Because I, I mean I didn't I didn't get the chance to see the game either, but I see he yeah, played 17 I, minutes. I five- didn't see
2: the game. I don't I don't think he got injured. I mean from what I was um looking at. I'm gonna look by the uh I'm gonna look at some things, um, and see.
0: Might have been in foul trouble. They don't show though.
2: What his uh, now I'm not saying anything in the, in the recap about him at all, yeah. big but... so time
3: <laughs> facilitator or did with no assist out of him either? No, yeah,
1: five assists.
3: Okay,
1: yeah, five assists. I mean, that's respectable. I mean, what yeah. you know, he's a freshman, right? Or is he a sophomore? I think this is you're freshman. true, you're a true freshman, a freshman. so you just can't, yeah. that's, re- that's respectable for sure. i
2: yeah, because I mean, we have. We have five players from transfer portal, portal, and three freshmen, um, and a walk on on this roster. Yeah, you said five players from the transfer portal. Yep, <laughs> three three freshmen and a walk on. So we are. I mean, we. I mean, it kind of seems like it's a. It's a, It's gonna be a challenge. Um, but again, we went to the Sweet Sixteen last year, not expecting to be there, um, and the, and those those boys surprised us. So yeah. I'm hoping they can surprise us again this year. Again. It's it's so early to tell. There's a, a lot more games than in football, um, so the t- only time <laughs> will tell. Um, but Gabe was the is the only returning starter, so we only got one starter returning from last year. So um, that's 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 a telltale right there. So he yeah. he has to be the leader of this team, and everybody has to learn these new this new this new system because mm-hmm. they haven't played in this system um, or started in this system, and so they have to learn. A, it's a whole whole different learning curve right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking okay. at that. Um, these are a lot of new new names. But, <laughs> you know, let's, let's call this color's basketball. I know Caleb Grill's been there. Um, you know, so he's an upperclassman. Um, so he's been around. He had nine to seven, two assists. That's that's a real respectable in, in 32 minutes. Um, you know, can continue to play well for sure. Uh, Gabe is gonna definitely have his leadership out there. He has 16 points. Uh so with
2: Gabe, but also with with Gabe, you know, he has Osun. Osun Osanii. We talked yeah. about him last week. You know, he's on the Kareem Abdul Jabbar award winner watch list. So right. he's a transfer to watch. So he right. has somebody to get that ball to down low that is a is a force to be reckoned with. So mm-hmm. that that helps because I think that I think that we're he's gonna draw a lot of attention to himself. So I think that will give the other players that are new to this offense, new to this team, time to get their shots off, time to um, you know, be active, be be mobile, you know, and I think that's going to help.
0: Hey, man, you, uh,
2: hey, uh, I just,
0: I'm sorry, because I know this would be a Larry Billboard. Hey, <laughs> this man played 18 minutes
1: and had two rebounds? Two rebounds. Big fella got to give me more than At two 16? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling <laughs> hey, that film room with, hey, tomorrow, hey, it
0: would be Ugly.
3: <laughs> he he got to hit them
0: boards, bro. <laughs> Six ten. Come on, he, he got to hit them boards.
1: He he would have known that when he when he looked at the stat sheet, right? I hope so, man. Eighteen minutes. Yeah, ten and two. But yeah. I mean. Uh, even if you don't score, you, you, you big fella, you gotta crash some <laughs> more. That's, 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 that's what I get on my big. <laughs> you know and,
2: and I and I didn't watch, so I can't see if he added, if he did anything else. I mean, he I don't I don't see that he had. You know, he had two assists, so he was he was he was, was well rounded, not doing what he's supposed to do in his position, but he was a, he mm-hmm. was putting in other places. Um, but you know, we where do we? I mean, I, I'm just looking at. Where we got our 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 win was really from our bench, if you if you think about it, our I bench it. scored more. I mean, they scored more points than our starters almost. Mm-hmm. You know, we had we had one starter who who didn't score, uh, Lipsy didn't score. You know, and then our bench, um, everybody on the bench except for Holly scored. So mm-hmm. we had the bench. We had bench production. So mm-hmm. if we're getting that off the bench, we that means we have some leadership. That we have a good bench. That when they come in. We are not, I mean, again, early game, but if you have a good bench coming in and they can score, it it shows me something. It shows me that there is a leader on that bench team that can help to keep us and to keep that momentum going. So I'm hoping that's true, again, as we get into conference play and as we get into some tougher competition. Because, again, we don't know what that's going to look like. You know, so, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's really early in the season, you know, that we still in football season, so we're going to still keep in football mode, but again, we're going to start to build on this, on this basketball and see where these boys go. But I mean, I'm hoping that they get, um they, they get it together. I mean, like, again, they get it together for the season for the real competition. But um, you know, again, I didn't, I didn't play at Iowa state. Y'all two did. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I listen to what you say. I think you all are on the right path, uh, but like B-Hawk, what you said, he got to give more production as the big man, um, you know, he, he, because, because with that, if he is doing that, then, um, people aren't going to fear him. So they're not going to double team him. They're not going to go down and like, they're not going to fear him. He has to put fear into these people. So that they double team him? So that they look at him as a force? Because if he's doing that, they just like, okay, I'll just leave him open. I'll take what he can do. Um and I'll focus on everybody else and that'll throw that our game off. So, you know, I think you you are right. And uh and Larry, if we can get him on there, you know, on here saying something, you know, maybe we uh maybe we see what we can do there.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know.
2: Well, I don't know what he's up to these days.
1: Well one well, one of the, the biggest thing is you know, it's not even the offensive side of it all of of you know trying to get double teams and things like that, just so, from the mere fact of controlling the boards. I mean I don't know if there were two offensive rebounds or two defensive rebounds but you know limited limiting their shots you know once that ball hit the rim for them and it doesn't go in then we're trying to give them one possession you know we're crashing that board to give them one possession and and not give them multiple shots because like brandon said you know hit that rim comes off to get that offensive rebound that's a breakdown all the way around like you got five guys on the on on the floor so Mm -hmm. That's a breakdown for everybody. Everybody, if, if, if you ain't do nothing else the whole game, that was wrong. That offensive rebound was a breakdown for you because we didn't secure it and we didn't get it. Um, yep. yeah, Marcus, uh, I, they
2: had they had seven offensive rebounds and we had 15,
1: uh, but still, I mean, they had seven, so we should have had 20 plus. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we played Texas Tech and we didn't give them an offensive rebound the whole game. Hey, you know, we boarding it, yeah, coming off of that, we getting it off the rim and we going and we running so. Those are the things that you that you focus on, and that was deep in the Big 12. That was on the road yeah. with Texas Tech, you know, uh, us going to that basket because we knew how locked in we had to be. We're not trying to blow you out. If it nope. falls that way and it happens and, and we end up blowing you out and, you know, somebody ends up having the triple-double or 30-plus points, it's just going to fall that way. But at the end of the day, the, the key things that we have to do to secure as a team team rebounds is what we focused on if you run into it running into each other you know uh to get that rebound you know we we used to have to get jamal out of there a lot you know he he played the one and two so when 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 we shot the ball on offense on the offensive end you know the one and two gets the half court in the hole and we used to have to get him out of there a lot because if he crashed in the board that's a breakdown. <laughs> we, that's not mm-hmm. that's not your position. That's not that's not what we want you to do. So yeah. it's those little things like that, man. That you got to be focused on. And like we said, we're not picking on Big Fella, but yeah, I'm picking on you were two rebounds, Big Fella. I, I just got to.
2: Yeah, but I, and I, and I'll close us on this as we as we as we try to wrap a little bit up. But we had we had twenty assists. So that means they were passing the ball well. So I look at that and I say they were passing the ball. They were finding the open man. Which is why we had the points we had. Again, 29 turnovers to 14 turnovers. That that helped us too scoring hmm. off those turnovers. But also the other thing was you talk about the defense. We had 15 steals. So we did, we were, we were playing offense. You know, we it seemed like the big guy, we were running, we were playing more small ball. It seemed like we were playing small ball, and that was working for us rather than playing with the big man. You know, again, I, I know he was out there, but I think our 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 true test is going to be how we play in this small ball and play quick you know and as we play Kansas and these other teams it's going to be quick and so I think they showed some things that they have that they can build upon with these numbers the steals and the assists I think they showed some things so I think that you know we got a little we got a lot more to see from these guys um you know if the Jags wouldn't have had that many turnovers maybe the score would have been different but you know, I'm excited to see what this season brings. And, You know, and I'm trying to get back for a game in Hilton because I ain't been to Hilton in like eight years, six eight years. So that I want to get back. You me both.
1: It. Yeah, longer for me, so I definitely got to get you. back.
2: Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll get out there. I mean, we we will make sure these we will keep seeing what these guys can do. I make sure to see the next games. Um, so I have more to talk about, more to add to the conversation. Uh, we will not bring another basketball player on here because they take over the conversation. <laughs> uh, but B Hawk, it was glad. I was glad to have you out here, man. Thank you. You know, uh, I'm a, I'm am uh, I'm a call uh, out at the end of this. I'm calling out PJ Rungi. He said it was a 50-50 shot you were coming on this show today. Whoa, he he he, he didn't believe Ooh. you was gonna show up. You Who know? me or Marcus? You you oh, B-Hawk. yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> and I don't miss some of y'all FaceTime calls, but hey, bro, you, you, you know what I, I just have to <laughs> Hey, we know out. we I'm got just, you, man. It,
2: it, don't, I'm, we don't listen to PJ, no way. So PJ yeah. Runny, we calling you out. Uh, B-Hawk, say something to PJ.
0: Tell him I said, what's up, brother? Hey, matter of <laughs> fact, I will see you soon. I don't know when, but I will see you soon.
2: <laughs> All right, y'all. Side um, of Storm, brought to you by Three Beards Media. Revelton Distillery is our sponsor. Yes, Thank you to our guest host today, Brandon Hawkins. Thank you for joining us today, my man. Good uh, you, you, freshman. Good seeing you, freshman.
0: Always, big time. Always, I always. To, yeah. I want you
2: to send us off, B-Hawkins. Say something to send us off, and we'll close with whatever you say, man.
0: Oh, shit. Don't put me on the spot like that.
2: All right, we won't do it. There you go. We'll holler at y'all yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be, y'all.
0: Be. Go
1: Cyclones. Uh, Go
2: Cyclones. Yes, sir.